Welcome back to Plausible Deniability, a Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. Next week's episode will be the final of Plausible Deniability Season 1, and we will be moving back to Highly Suspect Season 3. And if you haven't heard, for May the 4th, we posted the season premiere of Highly Suspect. And you can check that out now on the Highly Suspect feed. Our question of the week is less of a question and more of a request. Over on Twitter, Anthony Fontana asked us if we had a Patreon and told us when we do to add a tier to add your name into the story. We like the idea enough just to go ahead and do that. So what I'm asking of you is to message or comment on any of our socials with your name. If you have a Star Wars version of your name you would like us to use, what race you want your character to be, and a one-word description on how you want them to be played. So send those over and your character will end up in Highly Suspect Season 3. But let's begin. Last time on Bad Form Podcast, Chan and Hadra made it to their hotel room to stake out the IBC headquarters. Chan took the initiative and infiltrated the IBC using his data breaker to gain access to the security features of the building. Now, Chan and Hadra head back to their ship to check on a very absent job Rowan. So, where last we left off, uh, you guys had been speaking to Security Officer Ventor of the IBC Security Guard, essentially. Uh, you had, well, Chan had been speaking with him in his office while Lash and Hadra were given a martial arts tutorial of some traditional immune martial arts, which <laughs> didn't seem very entertaining to you, Hadra. And during that time, Chan and uh, Officer Ventor... Uh, were discussing the potential for an Imperial ISB saboteur team to attack the IBC headquarters. Uh, Ventor didn't seem like he was expecting anything would actually happen, but in a surprising uh, gesture of trust, he allowed you to essentially use your data breaker to access as much of the security systems of the IBC facility as you deemed fit. And if I remember right, you deemed fit that you should have access to all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which will surely not backfire in any way, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's assuming I use it. Assuming you use it, yeah. Um, but then after you have now gained access, I think you guys were talking about wanting to get a droid. So that way you could have something look at it in a more efficient way than just you guys sitting around looking at it on data pads. That's true. Um, but as you were leaving the building, uh, Job Rowan had calmed both of you and said that he had found two men watching the ship, and you guys told him to just deal with it. <laughs> no. We did that? Yeah, I've had a week to sit on this. And uh, all I can say is you better not kill my man. Well, hey, what was your guys' plan? Uh, were you going to go get that droid first? Were you going to go check on Ja and see what he did with those two men, you know? Or go to the Crystal Palace and just relax for a while because I'm sure everything's fine. Such I believe the Disney canon version is Crystal Asshole. 
No, it's glass so, asshole. Glass asshole. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> glass hole. Uh, so, what would Hadra do in this situation? Because Chan hearing Jaw in distress is going to be kind of drawn to that. But you could potentially be a little more reasonable than I am. Um, I mean, I don't think Hadra has a ton of faith that he'll do great. Um, but I think he thinks there's a there's room for him to be tested. I think, you know, I definitely want to get back there quick, but yeah, I'm not sprinting either. So you guys are using this as like a weird trial run for Jaw. Yeah, he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, I just <laughs> I want to kind of start fast walking um, back to the ship. Yeah, I'll follow you. Yeah, and Lash is going with you guys, but as you uh, are passing the hotel uh, where you guys have your rooms saved from Rival Intelligence, uh, Lash dips into an alleyway and comes back out with a satchel that you assume has the cold weather gear that she had bought for Ja. Hmm. And unless you guys have anything else that you want to do on your way back to the spaceport, we can say that you guys get there in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, I want to get there and just kind of post up somewhere on the perimeter of our little hangar bay. And try and see what's going on. Yeah, the uh, big hangar doors, like I'm assuming it's just like, you know, like Moss Eisley, essentially. You know, where there's like a circular building that has walls up around it to give some privacy. Um, big bay doors and then the occasional like human-sized door for just getting into it. Um, but as far as you can see, all doors are shut. And uh, there's no one milling around. Like it was around closing time for the banks when you guys were leaving there. So it's probably closer, like, to, you know, evening into dusk. You know, still some light, but it's getting darker. I'm following John's lead here. Lash says, I can get up to the roof if you guys want me to get a bird's eye view. Yeah, yeah, do that. Um, I hold my hands out to offer her a boost. She just pulls out that grappling line and then, you know, <laughs> swings it and throws it like Luke from <laughs> New Hope and just starts to climb up the side of the building. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I'm going to quickly and nervously try and peek in and see what I see what's going on. All right. All the doors are closed. So are you going to open a person-sized door, I'm guessing? There's like one that's by the main door. Then there's probably a couple on either side. So you just have to put in whatever code you were given by uh, space traffic control. <laughs> whatever it's called in Star Wars. But, you know, your access into the building. Yeah. And if it's only two dudes, I mean, we could go in loud and be fine. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just, uh, I'll go up to the door and just uh, type in our little code. I'll draw my blasters. All right, you guys open the door. And if you walk in immediately or if you just peek in, you see that there is your Lancer class uh, pursuit craft. Doesn't seem like it's in beat up or anything. Just totally fine. The stairs are down and the floodlights underneath it are on and are pointing down towards a man who is holding a pistol to the head of a sorely beat up and bloody job brown who is on his knees and has his hands tied and he's just scanning around sees the door open and looks towards and says hey there how you doing uh okay uh, what you see is a pretty <laughs> Rough Does and John tumble human male. Uh, he's got silver, longish hair and a grizzled beard. He's got a scar down one side of his face. 
He's holding a pretty bulky pistol, and then on one hip he has a Corellian cutlass. Uh, can I do a perception check? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you want to just check him out, uh, it would be medium. If you want to try and do perception for all of the hangar area, it would be hard. And because it's a person-sized door, I will say that you are, you know, close enough with uh, Hadra to get the boost. Yeah. Hadra, if you do it too, you'll get two boost die. I'm better at it anyway. Yeah. One success, two threats. And I had it just a straight push. I think John is probably a little distraught over seeing Job Brown. Um, I will say upon seeing you, though, Chan, uh, Ja does open his mouth in a big goofy grin, but he's got one of his front teeth missing. And uh, Hadra, with your perception check, uh, you see the glint of something up on the rim of the docking bay over across on the opposite side, and you've been around enough with the Rebellion and things that you can probably guess that it is most likely a long rifle scope, but you can't really tell what's up there because of the disadvantages you just know that there is someone on overwatch and this is opposite the way lash went up yeah so she would be on the opposite side of the docking bay from this guy okay Ugh. your uh friend here kind of surprised us we were expecting both of you we didn't know you guys had brought tagalongs so i think chon is going to have a very serious but calm demeanor as he slowly clicks the safety off of his A280. I'm uh, going to walk in front of John and I'm going to kind of turn to you and put my, uh, just put a hand on your chest and go, take it easy. And as I turn to you to do that, I'm going to try to uh, kind of point with my eyeballs up to where I saw the, the glint from the, uh, the rifle. Yeah, you guys have been working together long enough. I'll say that you can definitely get that hint from Hadra. Yeah, I just look up with my eyes, see it, and look right back to Jaw. How'd our, uh, how'd our boy do then? How does it look like he did? And the guy winks at you both and kind of nudges the back of uh, Jaw's head with his pistol. And at that point, that's when you see that on his exposed bicep between his armor plates, there is a large rebel insignia. Oh. Don't worry. My my associate and I, we can be reasonable. We can be peaceful. And we're only here for the two of you. And he, you know, kicks a bounty puck across towards you guys. And it turns on halfway across. And you can see that it is the bounty puck for the both of you guys for... I said 10... I said 20,000 apiece, right? You did. Yeah. Yeah. 25 alive. That's it. Does the puck say who issued the bounty on the uh, one that we looked at it was the isb lady i can't remember her name yeah yeah how about you let the kid go we can talk well uh tell you what <laughs> uh the two of you can come with myself and my associate you know we'll get this all worked out you know just turn you in no hard feelings no hard problems and i'll let the boy go where is your associate Oh, he's around. I'll just uh, kind of shout, um, Lash, do you see him? Uh, upon hearing you shout Lash, um, the first guy who has the gun to Jawbrone's head just sort of like stiffens and his eyes start to widen. And then he just says, 
Thrak, look out! And then you just hear scuffling from the side where you had seen the sniper and then falling off and into <laughs> the docking bay area. You see Lash scuffling with a kind of shorter, uh, also human male, but with a darker hair, a long rifle that clatters to the ground, and a bandolier of throwing knives. And they're kind of <laughs> tussling for a second. But... Rather than trying to continue the fight, the other guy tries to get away from her, sort of kicks out her knee, and then scrambles backward. He just says, did they say Lash? You know these guys? Do you two know who you've been running with? I look at Sean, and I kind of shrug and go, well, not really. It's none of our business. Name of Lazal Ilani? And on saying that, Lash sort of stiffens and responds to it like she hasn't heard that name in a while. Never heard of him. Should it mean something? Well, considering she has a 75,000 credit bounty on her head, I'd say we just hit the jackpot. 75? And then Lash says, I am not going back there. I turn to her, going back where? Don't worry, Lash. You're not going anywhere. I I look at Sean (laughs) as he says that. I noticed the rebel tattoo on your bicep there. When did you serve? I was with the 33rd Heavy Infantry. What about you two? Intelligence. You don't need to know anymore. He sort of snickers a little bit because he thinks you guys haven't seen real action. Must have been uh, pretty tough, you know. Sneaking around, having a desk job, getting to go back home every week. <laughs> a desk job. And I'll I'll turn so that Sean can pass me. What's your name? The name's Nam Carver. Alright, Nam. I have a proposition for you. He lifts he lifts one eyebrow at you. Now killing rebels. Even former ones. Isn't really what we want to do. So I'm going to give you a fair chance. My man here. And I gesture to Hadra. Against your man. I look at Sean. If Hadra wins. We'll let you walk away. And you can go find new bounties. If your man wins. Well. Then I guess we'll have to defend ourselves. But either way. The kid in front of you goes. Now. He's not worth anything to you. He's barely worth anything to us. <laughs> Jaw looks heartbroken. <laughs> but uh, Nam thinks about it for a second. Then looks down at Jaw and then unsheaths his sword and just drives it down in between the ropes that was tying the back or his hands behind his back. All right, kid. Get out of here. And Ja slowly gets back up and starts walking towards you. But I do want Ja to kind of pass me, uh, sulking a little bit. And I just want to put my hand on his shoulder and just tell him, meet us back at the Crystal Palace. See you in a minute. I'm not leaving. And he looks at you and he narrows his eyes and he's like, I'm going to be right outside the door. And then he leaves. Chan smiles and gives a short nod 
to jaw and then turns back to Nam. So what do you say, Nam? My man against yours. I'm still looking at Sean like, what are you doing? Nam thinks about it and says, mm, uh, my associate Thrak over there, he's not exactly the duelist type and he holsters his pistol and then picks his cutlass up out of the concrete where it had stuck into the ground, gives it a little spin and says, but I'm gay. All right, so a quick sidebar here. Um, yeah, what up? <laughs> I feel like... If You're the most I, prepared combat character that we have, Colin. I don't think I am, but I think I'm vain enough to not turn this down. That being said, I think I could get damaged a lot less if I could convince him to just do like a bare-knuckle brawl. No swords. Is that something you think I should go try for, Ben? You seem like you've got a plan here. So, okay. I will look at Nam. I'll look him up and down. Kind of wince and then turn with a smile to Hadra. um, And just, I want to get real close to your ear and give you just a quick pep talk. You're like my Doc Lewis. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll I'll turn around and walk back towards you um, as I'm taking off my robes. Don't so do that. So that I can hand my robes to you. Don't do that. Yeah, you need <laughs> you need the the shield. Oh shit! Good call. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I'll turn towards you. Um, and just go. Okay. Listen. Just use your training. If I could learn from you and infiltrate and hack into the IBC headquarters, you could take this guy. And plus, if I think the fight isn't going your way, I'll intervene. They're former rebel agents, and uh, I want to give them an out. Uh, the operating word former. But yeah. if this is the plan, hey, Chande is going very well so far. And uh, I can't wait for Hadra Day. Um, Hadra Day. <laughs> do you have a weapon? <laughs> Nam starts to do the whistle from Kill Bill, and he's just swinging his cutlass back and forth. <laughs> I'm going to go, your greatest weapon is right here. I'm going to tap you on the head. I look at Sean confused, and I turn to face him. With no uh, idea what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> but I am going to hug you before you walk out. And I would like to... Uh, You're slip- going to hug me? Yeah, I'm going to give you a little hug and slip my vibro knife into your uh, pocket. Head? No. <laughs> okay. I will say so far no rules have been laid out, so guns are totally oh, yeah, on the you table. Can- yeah, yeah, I need to yeah. talk to this guy. Um, you've got this. <clears throat> I turn around to him, excited. I said, so, uh, what rules are we talking? Anything goes. And then he's going to start jogging towards you with his Corellian cutlass out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
can do cool or vigilance to go ahead and just set the order of how this fight's going to go down. Just to see who go first, and then we'll just, you know, flip back and forth until either Sean comes to the rescue or something else happens. Right, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll do vigilance. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Five successes, one advantage. Holy shit. What? what? <laughs> yeah, I got three. What? How many dice do you have in vigilance? Three. So you got two double successes and then one more success and an advantage? Yeah, I'm sending a picture right now. What? You don't have to do that. I trust you. <laughs> it would be so much harder to fake. Yeah, no. Real a, dice that's suck. the best roll I've had in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, he only got one success and two advantages, so. All right, um, so realistically, you both are currently at short range. He is moving towards you. He has his cutlass drawn. And you get to go first. I all right. So let me let me explain to you what my thought here is. My I'm I'm not a fighter, you know. I'm a I'm a trickster. So I think the most fun version of my skill set here, and Ben, I'm running this by you, is that I charge the dude, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing full well I'm going to get hit with a cutlass. But I wait and I time the shield right to just kind of blast off right before he hits me. So I'm bracing myself. I know I can take that one hit. And I take that opportunity to grab for his blaster pistol and just just start start blasting. You don't want to bubble boy body check him? Well, I, I mean, I think that's part of it. It's uh, more of just trying to use the skullduggery to to grab it from him like that's the important part of my attempt here if i bump him that's the that's great too but yeah no so if you want to do skullduggery to try and grab it out of his holster or we can do coordination to try to grab it out um but essentially you're going to be using one of your maneuvers to close that last range band and we get this you know a long shot of both of you guys starting to jog and then running towards each other on the left-hand side of the screen, we still see Lash and Thrak Pharrell, you know, just totally standing each other down, weapons drawn. And over on the right-hand side is just Chan with his arms crossed, just watching his student of martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope I don't mess this up in front of him. That'll be so embarrassing. Buddy. And then we, we dolly forward as you guys are about to meet, and then you can do, go ahead and do your roll. I just want to say, I'm Goku, you're Gohan, and that dude's Cell. Okay. That's how oh. I'm viewing this right now. So you're going to come in and you're going to pull the trigger with me even harder. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I have to die if I'm Goku. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Season two is actually going to be nothing but finding the Dragon Balls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what? It's the exact same... Um, roll as last time and i know that i just used that my best roll ever on vigilance and not on this skullduggery check yeah so hey that's great. remember we have two destiny points yeah that's mm-hmm. that's the plan here i'm gonna upgrade one if i may how difficult is it tim uh what is which one are you doing skullduggery 
So would that be against his vigilance? Ben, what do you think? Be against his perception. This game needs like a passive perception. Yeah. All right. If if it's a perception, it's going to be uh, too uh, difficulty die. Okay. All right. Now I'm rolling it for real this time. Turn this on so y'all can hear it. <laughs> We're gonna get sued for that, Colin. Um, that's two failures, three advantages. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oops. Alright, so the Skullduggery was specifically for drawing Crib. his blaster and using it. Yeah. So I will say that with one advantage, you can definitely turn on your bubble shield and it will help protect you um, for the next round. But then you can use those other two advantages for something cool slash fun that you want to have happen. So I I ran up and I, I checked him but he didn't get like a swing in or anything i just no i think he was surprised i think he thought that you were going to like square up and try to go for like a punch or something but instead you sort of like almost slide tackle yeah just like go in low so his he's swinging high and you're going in low you reach for his uh, blaster pistol in the holster but you kind of fumble it but at that time your sleeves are very close together so you can tap them to activate your bubble shield yeah so then it the blaster's still in the holster. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and and tap them. You said that'll protect me next turn. Yeah, it will last one round. Um that's perfect. Um yes. I will go ahead and tap them. And I'll try to square back up and be ready for his uh his swing okay yeah so uh nam is kind of surprised uh one by the fact that you went for such a physical route when he you know took you as more of the non-violence type can't blame him for that that's a pretty accurate statement (laughs) (laughs) um so you go in and you try to reach for his blaster pistol he tries to shimmy out of the way a little bit, but as you touch your sleeves together, you activate that bubble shield, and it actually kind of like knocks his legs out from under him as it expands outward and sort of sends him skidding across the ground a little bit. Uh, he raises his cutlass into a high guard and then charges at you and is going to swing at you. Um, I am still going to roll just in the event that he rolls like super, super well word but i will take a setback die for those two advantages that you got just saying that you kind of like knocked him off center right so he's kind of surprised and not on his a game anymore yeah all right so it's a full push but i have a triumph so it's like (laughs) (laughs) well if any if anything it's like there's one disadvantage for him but there's still that triumph Right. Um, so I will say that from that high guard position, he sort of just like lowers his sword to where it's like pointing forward, but at head level, you know, sort of like the Aragorn thing that he does when he's charging. So cool. And just plunging it straight towards your heart, trying to break through the shield, he jams the sword in. It meets the sort of electrical field around it. And it's not like the Gungan one. This one was designed to stop 
both physical and energy attacks. That's why you had to spend so much money on it. Um, but for the Triumph, he's just pushing so hard that the shield, rather than lasting more than one round, just immediately starts to overheat and overload. And then uh, the uh, power cell that's hidden underneath that Rebel Insignia on your shoulder, Hadra, um, pops out, overheats so much that it kind of explodes in a little flash, and he's slightly dazed. Um, but you will have to take time to replace that energy cell. So you probably won't be able to put your two extras that you got from Voros in during this fight. Cool. It's kind of badass. Dig it. No, dude, you're badass. No. You've got this. Stop. Problem is, now I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, How do I continue this? (laughs) I mean, I'm not supposed to do it like me, though. I'm supposed to do it like you, right, Ben? Yeah. This is this is all of your training in one fight. Think back to a yeah. time where I was drunk and wrestling you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Think back to that fond, fond memory where Sean had so much fun and Hodger was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but before the next move goes, I want to close my helmet up real quick and calm Lash through her helmet and just say, uh, no matter who goes down first, take out the guy in front of you. Oh, I plan to. And you look over at both of them and you see that they're slowly circling each other. The other bounty hunter has slung his big sort of cycler rifle across his back and he's drawn two throwing knives and she's got uh, her knife out just in one hand, and they're just slowly pacing in a circle around each other, waiting to see how the duel pans out. Cool. No more interruptions from me. It's Hadra hour. Um, I think Hadra is just like, like me, was about to open his mouth and try to try to give this boy a seething tirade, but instead he thinks of the last time he tried that with with Chan and and he he keeps his mouth closed and as the uh the bubble shield pops and the guy's still holding his sword forward i think he's just going to try to step right past it and and give him give him what Chan gave me gave Hadra when he was doing that and i'm just going to elbow him in the nose oh i thought you were going to say a loving hug <laughs> he gives me those but not when he's drunk <laughs> It's not drunk, it's training. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just going to kind of step past the sword and just lead with my elbow right into his face, best I can. Okay, yeah, do a brawl check. Uh, Take a boost die for the little exploding, flashing charge from the power cell for the bubble shield. Oh, not yet. So, brawl is always against two? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. Silent mode off. Okay. Oh, damn it. One advantage, one failure. <laughs> so that was my attempt to uh, be, be Chon, right? So as I feel myself losing it, 
Well, no, I I'm think you sli- connect, but I think he just rolls with it so well because this guy's been in so many fistfights over the years that he just doesn't take damage from it. And he just okay. rolls with the punch, but, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> Nam seems kind of fed up with this now. He's shaking the bright light out of his eye still from the flashing uh, bubble shield. You know, he's a... Uh, his nose might be a little bit bruised, you know, it probably didn't hurt him too bad, but it certainly stung a little bit. And so he just turns towards you, Colin, and just with anger in his eyes, he just says, all right, dead it is then. And then he's going to start charging at you again and swing at you one more time. I think Hodger might think he's invincible right now. <laughs> Maybe just that's a man. just me. All right. Well, what he doesn't know is that I got three. What did I get? advantages no no from from our our cue from our quartermaster uh you got the trackers damn it (laughs) okay well that's that'll work so i'm ready all right so you can take a swing at you yep All right, so that is two successes and an advantage. All right. Does he cleave me in twain? Am I cleft? Uh, he does have pierce two, so it's going to be doing uh, five damage. Oh, okay. So I take three damage. You think a sword's going to be stronger? Oh, no, wait, sorry. No, it's plus. I always forget. It's like it's brawn plus yeah, whatever the plus the is. Okay. Right. So yeah, in that case, then it'd be six pierce two. Okay, yeah. So I'm at nine. Um, <laughs> if you would have crit though, it'd be very bad because it also has vicious. Yeah, he won't crit. Please, I'm fine. All okay, right, so, so yeah, he he lunges towards you and manages to, uh, with one more, just like the Aragorn sort of like up at the head level lunge, he slices across just underneath where your rebel insignia is on your shoulder and it digs a little bit deep into you causes some pain uh and that's that's all well and good um i take the blow like a champ (laughs) um and then when it's my turn again i'm gonna you know as i take that kind of reach into my pocket and grab one of the trackers and can, can i ask for something here when you click on the tracker, oh, whoops. Uh, when you activate it, can it make like like a sound like an old camera's flash, like the little? Bing. Can we do that? Are you trying Just to do me? the thermal detonator trick? Yep, that's all I got at this point. I can't beat this man. You could but maneuver I can and lie. try to shoot him with your Relby. I don't know. Why would I do that when I can lie to him? All right, I'll say it's got a little electronic. Or this could be the guy that you actually scream at till he dies. I I was gonna do that, but I'm I'm not gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry I, I put you in you, this though. situation. This this man, no, no. you know, was with the rebellion for years, served with the infantry. He probably knows what a thermal detonator sounds like. I think the dice can decide that. I'm All not right, saying cool. it's a thermal detonator necessarily. <laughs> And I am going to say, Chan is not going to step in until you're down. Yeah. I'm not taking this away from you. 
Yeah, so I'll say that the tracking or the tracking devices do have a sort of energy powering up sound whenever you activate them, right? But it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tough to bluff him. But let's see how you bluff first before you know we get there. Yeah. So um, as he as he says, uh, what did he say? Was he it's death then? Uh, it's dead instead of alive, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I didn't want to steal the, the Mandalorian's line. <laughs> uh, just as he says that um, and swings at me, I'm just going to say, just not hers, and I'm going to click it and uh, shout, Lash, clear out. John, you too. And I'm just going to hold it and look at him. As if he's supposed to know what that sound means. <laughs> I look at you like fight this man and I just say, you're not really. Which to him could sound like I'm <laughs> I'm afraid yeah, of whatever's yeah. in your pocket. <laughs> and he's facing away from you right now. So I think it's even easier to pass it off. John, yeah, don't I'll- do this. <laughs> Is that a little booski? I'll say like a cool little samurai flick sort of thing. You know, he's just past you and you're just past him, you know? So we see both mm-hmm. of you sort of back to back. And he hears that sound and he pauses for a second. Uh, he isn't going to hesitate until Chan says, Are you really? <laughs> 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 but like he takes it as, Are you really going to commit suicide right now? So he's just... yeah. Sort of pausing for a second, but you know, you'll still have to roll deception to see if he totally falls for it. Yeah. Um, and what will that be rolled against? Uh I think it'd be the same as before, so it'd just be one one difficulty die, one challenge die. Okay. And no booski for, for Ben's little help, because that's not really he's not in. Mm, no, this is your wheelhouse. I'm not gonna, yeah, throw fair. you that many bones for your wheelhouse when you're supposed to be no fisticuffing this man. <laughs> I just thought it would be give him the foolish boost. of me not to try to make you give it to me. All right, try I'm to give him a setback to... die. Oh, so I could remove three of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you get a setback die because uh, Nam Car was nope. very familiar with the sound of wrong uh, explosives. No. Nope, this removed. Why is that? Sorry to tell you. Because tell of whatever me. talent it is. Well, tell me the name of your talent, otherwise you don't get to do it. Well, I don't have the book, so I don't know which one it is. <laughs> Nobody's it's fool. convincing demeanor. Uh, okay, I'm rolling. Roll it. That is one success and one threat. How does he keep rolling so goddamn well? <laughs> Cause he's from Battlefront, you know. He's got years of combat experience. <laughs> so Nam pauses and you know sort of turns his head back towards you and just says, "You'd end it that way, really?" I'll be honest. You didn't give me much of choice. He uh, blows just a little bit of blood out of one nose. And just nods at you and says, well, 
I'd rather not die today. But There's I would like a hundred thousand credits. I reach into my pocket, see how much I have from the bellboy. What we say, like eight hundred or something? I was thinking like two, but I don't know why. <laughs> Certainly not enough to impress this man. I want to stun him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think I, I don't know if I already failed your test or if I passed it, but I, I think now's the time that, that you would. I'm going to stun this man. Can I stun this man? You can certainly try. Okay. Let me do it. Am I short or medium range? Uh, Actually, well... No, we'd say short because they're back sort of over towards where Hadra started, but do take a setback die because he's engaged with Hadra. All right, but I'm still going to aim. Okay, bud. Three successes, two advantages, and a triumph. Um, Yeah, for the triumph, I'll just say that, like, you managed to hit him in just the right spot in the head, like, where all of a sudden he just goes, and... <laughs> little bit and of vomit comes out of one side of his mouth and he falls over. I As know he does that, I'm just going to say at 33rd and he doesn't know the sound of a tracker and throw it at him. <laughs> and I want to say as soon as he hits the ground, Lash grapples Nom Carver and gets him in a hold. Uh, Thrak Pharrell, but yeah. Oh, Thrak Pharrell. Yeah, no, like she's been ready for it and Thrak has been watching his partner because he's like, why haven't we killed this guy yet? But... Lash. Nom Carver's kind of a swashbuckler. Take a Thrak here and put him in the brig. We'll use him later. She nods at you and uh, grabs him by his bindings and Thrak just looks back at the both of you. Hadra and Chan is just staring daggers at you both. You guys solved my bounty hunter puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) I want to walk over to Ja. He's sort of massaging like one of his jaws and just seems kind of put out, but also like he's okay with what happened. You doing okay? You know, I I thought I could take him. He's just looking down at his feet. Like he's kind of embarrassed to be admitting this to you. Well, if it was just the one, I'm sure you could have, but two against one, it's it's never fair. I need to learn more. You can see his shoulders starting to straighten. He's like, I'm tired of just being not able to take care of myself. Like, I know that you both have been looking out for me. I'm I'm done with that. He just looks up and locks eyes with you and just says, I'm ready to be more. And I know you can be. And I just put my hand on his shoulder. He nods at you and you know, looks away and says, I gotta, I had to get out of this bodysuit. I, I want to leave it behind. I think Lash got me some gear. I gotta, I gotta go. And then he walks onto the ship. And as he's walking away, I do want to say, uh, and what I said earlier, I don't think you're worthless. He stops at the stairs, looks back at you and just gives you the masculine nod. You think that this event has been a catalyst in Jawbone's life and there's going to be some changes happening to that boy after what he went through. Hmm. 
<laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> I was just trying to think of how strong he's going to be when I take over his character sheet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought it was fatherly pride. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was. It's greed is what it is. <laughs> it's lust. <laughs> For the power of jaw. Yeah. I want to walk back up to the ship as Hadra's coming back out. Well, looks like we're going to have to do some more training with you. Yeah, I'm, uh, look, I'm sorry about it. I, I tried. No. I just don't know that. Look, it's, I have a lot of fun when we drink. I do. I, we'll just wait until we're at certain it's an, you know, an easy one for me to start off with, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I hope you're still proud of me. <laughs> proud of you? Hadra, <laughs> you don't have to know how to fight for me to respect you. You've got your thing and I've got mine. Hadra, Hadra smirks. I, I guess we do. Just think how easy tomorrow will be, though. (laughs) Yeah. These guys probably set us back a little bit, so we need to get moving. Yeah. I reach my hand out, pull pull John up onto the ramp, help him in, give you a little pat on the back as I do, and then I sit there in silence. (laughs) All right, I'll say that it's probably... 11 o'clock at night at this point um is there anything you guys want to do or do you want to you know just crash in the ship for the night and then come back at it tomorrow morning well since it is time sensitive i imagine sean would at least be on task and ready to move forward with the next part of the plan i think so um i think hodger's gonna go patch himself up and uh try futilely to uh put the um another charge in the shield and realize he's not going to be able to i mean if you're out of combat it should be pretty easy it's kind of like a hot swap battery situation kind of thing oh i thought we were saying that his his triumph was that i was gonna have to like take it back to voros or something no i was just saying like you couldn't try just to pop one. one in during combat okay cool well then in that case i'll uh hodger will patch himself up and put a new charge in the the shield generator right. you have one charge remaining outside of the one you just put in okay cool uh as far as progressing the mission chan did you want to just start trying to look through cameras or did you want to try to investigate that sort of analysis droid that you were talking about so realistically the time it would take to go find a droid buy the droid take it back to the ship plug it in would probably be too long right i mean potentially the ibc headquarters will have tough security um you know that the imperials probably have a day two day head start on you um but and hey we could get back and play and you know task jaw with that or something because mm-hmm. that's pretty simple right yeah um even though he looks like shit so, 
Do you think there's a like a little central hub computer on this ship? Uh, yeah, it should have like an AI core. I, it's basically close to the same size as the Falcon, so I'm sure there's, you know, an interconnected computer system throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I just want to take my data pad and just plug it into the central hub um, and start cycling through and bring up all of the cameras that um, monitor the outside of the building to see if anybody... Yeah, I will say that there are three levels of security, right? Mm-hmm. So one is outside, two is inside, but non-important, uh, and then three is like high security level security cameras. So if you don't want to overstep your bounds, you can probably get away with some stuff on level two, but if you ever try to access the level three com- uh, cameras, and if security chief Ventor finds out about it, uh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> yep. So yeah, you just pull up all the outside cameras? Yep, and just have them all up on a screen and say, all right. This is where we'll start. Hodger and I, we're going to head back to the to the hotel room. Ja, Lash, if you want to keep an eye on these and let us know if anything suspicious seems to be happening, we'll go check it out ourselves. Are you having Lash and Ja stay on the ship? Yep. I want as okay. many eyes on the security footage as I can get. Yeah, that works out for me. Um, I will say that Ja's going to go clean himself up, but... Lash yeah. just takes off her I helmet, assume this was out, after some nods time. at you, and s- settles down to watch the outside cameras. Yeah, and um, I just kind of want to nod, nod to Hadra, like let's let's get going and start walking back to the hotel room. Yeah, it's pretty late out, so nothing eventful happens on your way back. You guys can chat if you want to. Otherwise, you're basically going to get back to the hotel room. Uh, everything still looks the same as how you left it. Uh, the Star Wars equivalent of a Do Not Disturb sign is still up, so you doubt that the Aqualish uh, housekeeping kids came through or anything like that. Just looks exactly like how you left it. I think I uh, just walk right in. Yep, I'll walk in as well. Are you going to set up the E11S? Yep, I'm going to set up the E11 and just kind of post up at that window. All right, I'm trying to decide how I want to do this, but basically we get like that sped up time shot thing you know where like the both of you are sort of like moving and fidgeting really fast um showing that time is passing um do you guys want to roll perception or a force die i do a perception i think if you know he was worrying about setting that up i'd be trying to keep an eye out and then we'd just go in shifts after that okay yeah so for this first round give me a hard perception check We'll say that Sean has first watch, and then if you don't spot anything, Hadra will take over, and then we'll roll hard as well, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Um, against hard. Uh, three failures, three advantages. So uh, you don't spot anything out of the ordinary happening. We'll say that you're taking the first section like right after midnight. Um, and then Hadra will take over the section from where you end until dawn. Uh, for the most part, Scipio, I mean, maybe a snowstorm comes in. Uh, there's not a lot of people out on the streets. All the shops or the stall vendors are closing up and going home. Um, 
but for the most part it's just really uneventful you know the the bank has some lights on and some offices of people just working late but one by one they just go out and you don't spot anything suspicious happening i'd say around three my eyes start to flutter and i look back to hadra and i think it's your turn buddy i'm dead asleep you're gonna have to wake me up (laughs) i'm picturing that scene from the hurt locker where jeremy renner's just like all right i can't look through the scope anymore (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah you're up i i get up and i get some calf and some stem sticks <laughs> you got Whatever one in left. each ear and a cup of calf yeah exactly <laughs> all right i at least want to get a hodge's perception check in how uh what's the difficulty there uh still hard we're not engaged okay. but you still get a boost from me oh yeah yeah as I'll long take. as i'm near you you get a boost okay perception all right this is a good roll for me we're looking positive shit (laughs) it's just two advantages it's just how am i rolling so good on vigilance and then i have these great looking rolls that i just get screwed Used What's up all your juice, man. Me? Used up the juice. Damn it. All right, so for the two advantages, um, I will say that you don't spot anything overtly suspicious. However, as the sun is rising, we'll say that you guys are on, you know, the west side of the building, so the sun is rising opposite of you, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of really bright in the scope as it's rising. You know, it's just, like, right at dawn, and so you kind of have to take your eyes off the scope a little bit, and you're blinking... You're trying to rub the sleep out of your eyes and you're looking back at the IBC headquarters building and then maybe a block away, you see something shining just off the street, just a little bit in towards the alley, but you can't really make it out with just your eyes. You can look at it through the scope if you want to. Uh, I will. You see an access Even though grate I know. Oh. that oh, has been okay. pushed up against the side of a building and not replaced. So you know that this is for sure. I was gonna get Saving Private Ryan (laughs) for two advantages. (laughs) Good point. Good point. (laughs) No, you see an access grate that has been removed from the ground. Uh, This could be for anything though, like sewers or maintenance or electricity or something. But it's just odd that you know it's not in the ground and it's been left against the side of a building. Something's up. Yeah. John. I get up. I take I, a second I, at the edge of the bed and I just kind of like sluggishly walk over to the rifle. See the uh, the manhole cover? Star Wars equivalent, but yes. Yeah. The humanoid hole cover. <laughs> <laughs> Access hatch. <laughs> I grab the rifle. I look at it. It's maybe three blocks away from you, halfway between you and the IBC headquarters. Uh, You guys are on the west side of the IBC headquarters. And yeah, you just see a grate that probably shouldn't be leaned up against that building. Did you see what happened? Nope. Just this. 
All right, load up. You're bringing the rifle? Into a sewer? I, I don't know. Yes, I'm bringing the rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes, I'm, I'm ready to go. I pour my ninth cup of calf and open my third pack of sim sticks. Uh, you guys get a com from Jabron. I answer it. Uh, Hello? Hey, hey, hey guys. Uh, how, how was the stakeout? You okay? You good? Uneventful so far. We think we're going to go check one thing out right now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lash and I took turns uh, on the cameras. We're not, we're not seeing anything really, but I mean, we're not totally sure what to look for. Do you guys have any leads or anything? There's an access hatch open. It's near enough that I'm concerned about it, but we don't really know yet. Do you, uh, do you guys want any backup or? Sit tight. For now. Alright, just, uh, just let us know and I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if I spot anything. Perfect. Uh, rock four out. Oh, <laughs> rock one out. You look over to me and I have the rifle slung on my back and I'm ready to move out. I gesture to the door. And we uh, head over to that little access hatch. Do you guys want to stop for continental breakfast or anything? Fuck off. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay updated on Plausible Deniability, Highly Suspect, and Bad Form. Our theme song is Spliff and Wesson by Airglow. Other music was created by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. The Star Wars role-playing game is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you.